back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast. It's the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2023 Toyota Sequoia. That's right, the all-new Toyota Sequoia. You can take a look at this Toyota on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're out there, want to turn over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way, you get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about the 23 Sequoia in just one second. But first, we have to pay the bills. Buckle up. Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is the fastest, funniest page turner on the planet. Packed with 701 amazing car facts, this book is custom built for kids who love slick supercars, powerful monster trucks, and record-smashing speed machines. The only thing your little one needs to drive road and track crew big and fast cars is a license for fun. Purchase a copy at Amazon today. And Mark, I'm here today to talk about a 2023 Toyota Sakota. That means we're talking the new one. Uh, not the one that ran for 15 years, a staple in the Toyota lineup, but we're talking a brand new, still technically hasn't hit dealers, I don't think yet, Toyota Sakota. And it is vastly, vastly better. It's so good. So it's obviously it just jumps right out at you. Uh, it's the second you get in, you notice everything. It has improved in every way. And the biggest improvement, I would say, and some might disagree with me, but it's just like the Toyota Tundra. Gone is the 5.7 liter naturally aspirated V8. In its place, hybrid turbocharged V6, which is inc- incredible. So we're hybrid only in Sequoia right now, which is good news. Well... Yeah. And uh, I mean, if you think about it, what do you need? You need torque down low and torque for towing and torque for hauling. And uh, having an electric motor in that powertrain gives you the torque that you need. So uh, I don't know. You drove it. So I'll leave it with you. Yeah. And torque. Well, I mean, we'll talk about this more when I drive and walk around the thing. But torque, indeed, 583 pound foot at 2400 RPM and 437 horse at 5200 RPM out of the 3.5 hybrid system. And it is, ugh, it's so good. But you, you're very right, Mark. We're going to talk about how I drive the thing in just a little bit. That's a, that's a little spoiler, a little teaser. But before that, I walk around the thing and give you the little highlights because the styling is polarizing, some could say. So let's jump to my little walk around. Here we go. And we, my friends, are walking around a 2023 Toyota Sequoia Platinum. And that translates to the new Toyota Sequoia. Uh, obviously, Sequoia was antiquated some might say much like the tundra a similarly old product uh severely freshened up is new it is new uh and that does come with some downsides and some upsides the down is the v8 is gone as similar with the tundra but in its place is a 3.5 liter v6 now this is the iforce max which means it's the same powertrain as a tundra capstone we had a while back uh, and that's the v6 hybrid uh, and that means we're looking at 437 583 which is absurd soak that in that's a ton of power behind that v6 is of course the 10 speed uh the new sequoia let's uh let's just look at it really fast it's more subdued than the tundra it's less uh ostentatious you could say the grill is larger than my first television set it is smaller you know than than other toyota products i think it looks good i think it looks good you know to give size perspective, it's rolling on a set of 265 60-20s uh, that look, I'm not going to say small, but look appropriately sized. So this is a large vehicle, a very large vehicle. And although it's quite large, with a third row up, and this is kind of the case for all relatively large but not all gargantuan crossovers, uh, this third row takes up a ton of cargo area. I mean, you can fit a suitcase back here with the third row up, but still, eh, not not a lot. Folded down, you get a pretty good cargo area that's not a flat cargo area because of uh, 
the way the seat platform is, and I'm assuming there's a battery back here as well. On the inside, uh, no, it feels a lot like the Tundra, which is a good thing. The Tundra interior is fantastic. Uh, of course, the capstone, similar steering wheel, very, very large, similar infotainment screen as the Tundra, and a similar gauge cluster. The experience on the inside feels a lot like a Tundra, which is probably not a mistake. Uh, a lot of leather. This is a Platinum, of course, like I've already mentioned before, but let's, uh, let's see what our friends at Toyota say it is. $70,900 steep and this is a four by two which means it's a two-wheel drive just a rear drive one interesting 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 but overall like i said the interior feels feels nice the seats are comfortable uh the middle row is as spacious as the front row which is good the, the, the third row is a little tight the third row is admittedly a little tight but that's just a packaging problem that we can all face and you know this is all fun and games until uh if it drives poorly then we'll know that it's no good so Let's take this bad boy out on a quick little spin. And a quick spin we shall, but spoiler, I think it is pretty good. Uh, but Mark, we talked about this a little bit off air, and you raised a very good point. No one's buying Toyota Sequoias. Right. Uh, well, you, you know, you, if you just look at the, the numbers, the sales numbers, as we get from uh, our friends at Wards, uh, the, you can't really... You can't really fault them because we're in between. The old ones are all gone and the new ones are just now arriving. So I don't know how accurate you can look at today's sales numbers and say whether this thing's going to sell or not. Obviously, again, we're dealing with a lot of different factors. Yeah, we're dealing with a very old product beforehand, uh, a product that had paid for itself. And I'm sure that Toyota was like, yeah, we'll keep selling it because there's 800 people that want to buy it. And uh, also, (laughs) you know... A car that admittedly didn't do great on fuel economy. The previous generation Sequoia, we're looking at 13 city, 17 highway. Uh, so wow. he, yeah, not great. Fuel prices were coming great. up. A lot of factors dealing with uh, the slow sales figures. But th- the biggest thing, like you just talked about, the new one's coming. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a, an end production date for a restart production date where they're just there's no no products available and uh i don't think toyota was too mad about that anyway considering the little slow sales but i think the new one's gonna pick up i think the new one's gonna the, and this one gets 21 city 24 highway i will i will say just to address your point about substantial that. increase across the board probably thanks to the but having said trip. that the people who buy these they don't they, they just they, they put don't in care. the gas credit card <laughs> they don't it's not like they're counting how much goes in. They don't care if you're if you're spending what's gonna amount to probably close to a hundred grand by the time you get out the door with your platinum, which is what you drove. And it's start and that that starting point was without uh, destination, which so the the starting price of this is seventy two four ninety five, and you know you add one or two things, paint sealant and undercoating, and you're right there. You know, close close to six figures on this thing. That being said, Mark. Let's uh let's go for a quick little drive. What do you say? Hop in with me and go on a, a quick, quick spin. spin. Real fast. Uh off the jump, just like Tundra power delivery. You know, it's not a thousand horsepower or anything, but still, this is no slouch. This thing's potent. Especially iForce Max, that little hybrid boost at the low end to really get you away. Means your right foot is doing not a lot of not a ton of work managing power but it's working you really have to think about how much throttle you're laying down or else you will be rocketing away uh, quickly and with quickness at the same time the elephant in the room the noise um like i ever talked about a little bit briefly this v6 sounds so good i don't know if this is fake noise i have not asked toyota i do not want to ask toyota i think this v6 sounds really good it has a nice burble uh and really you're not missing a whole heck of a lot going away from the V8 
and you're gaining fuel economy and you're gaining power. But it has a nice wrap to it. It sounds good. The transmission shifts really smoothly. Uh, no jarring shifts, which I like a firm shift, but in one of these things, whatever. Um, suspension and road noise and stuff. We're cruising along at 40 miles an hour. Not a wisp of wind noise is entering the cabin. The suspension's doing a dutiful job managing bumps. Of course, it's got a large tire to help with the program. And the seat feels really comfortable. Everything's really well laid out. There's some kind of some road noise going on because of the tire choice. It has an aggressive, relatively aggressive off-roady style tire. But man, just right at tip in, this V6 sounds so good. You get a little bit of turbo noise. Obviously, this is turbocharged. Welcome to the year 2022. Uh, yeah, this is a good package. Uh, 71 grand. I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the show. But this is, this is a, the steering. It's got some heft to it. But it is, you know, c- considering its size, uh, it, very light. At, at Ironically, it's very light steering when stopped. You're managing a lot of tire and you're managing a lot of weight. But at speed, you do get a little bit of control weight added to it. Obviously, it's electronic power steering, which, which is fine. Really dialed in. Uh, not a lot of feedback gets to the wheel, but you don't want a lot of feedback on one of these. You want to be kind of isolated from the jarring con- uh, conditions of the road. So that's a plus for me, lack of feedback in one of these. You're not really going to hit the apex and get the track feel in one of these. You want to try to not overcorrect your trailer, your boat trailer, when you're when you're going to the lake, or your camper, or uh, car trailer, or, or even just uh, in general. Such a good sounding vehicle. All right. With all this said, I'm going to climb out of this and run back into my air-conditioned studio. Are you ready for the ride of your life? Our partners at Road & Track Experiences just opened registration for the first event of 2023, the Route to Vine Rally through beautiful Northern California. Hop in and join editors for an exploration of some of the most breathtaking roads, private wine tastings, and car collection tours, and so much more. Plus, the full lineup of 2023 experiences include more U.S. road rallies, international escapes, cars and coffee events, and more. Learn more at experiences.roadandtrack.com. The Sequoia is good. I like the Sequoia. I very much am a big fan of the new Sequoia, and I hope that fans are too. Well, when are, when are people going to start buying them? I guess as soon as they get into showrooms, when they get a number of them in the showrooms, they'll, they'll buy a few of them, I guess. Huh? Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, we're waiting on uh, <laughs> the old adage of we got the Toyota has to build them before anyone can buy them. The, ru- the speculation or the expected time was October. So hopefully we see that in the, the dealers. I, I didn't ask our friends over at Toyota if they were doing if they were on target but uh yeah a, a lot to like but how much how much to like right i think tahoe is still the the name in these large oh by by far i'm, I'm looking at that wards data so for the first six months of 2022 tahoe sold 45,000, <clears throat> and that's uh twice what anybody else sold uh you've got uh the suburban um, uh, the Expedition and the Yukon are half, all half of uh, uh, Tahoe's numbers. So Tahoe leads by far. And, uh, you know, a Sequoia, yeah, that's, it's in a transition. It's a rebuilding year for Sequoia. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they've got, even even when they were at their peak, they were not uh, in, the, in the same sales ballpark as, as the competitors. 
there, which I don't know, from what you're saying, it sounds like maybe they should be because they're they're making a good product. As a package, I think Toyota did everything they could to probably minimize cost, which is a big thing, tying it to Tundra still, but also give people a lot of content. That being said, $72,000, very expensive. And, and yeah, like you talked about your add-ons out the door, that's going to be a lot of money. The base one is probably just fine. You know, I didn't get to experience it or drive it around, but almost twenty grand. And we're looking at twelve thousand dollars just base price difference for the SR5. It's probably fine. I'm looking at that, and uh, the SR5 is is uh, a lot cheaper. Uh, by the time you add um, a destination charge to it, we're looking at uh, maybe let's say sixty. We'll just call it sixty, and that's a, that's a lot less. That's uh, you know somebody do the math on that. That's more than ten grand you're saving, uh, and you're you're rolling on an eighteen inch alloys, which for me, I think I would rather have the 18s because you don't want to, if you ever do go off-road, and you should if you have a Sequoia, right? You should go off-road. Uh, you want 18s. You don't want those uh, low-profile 20-inch uh, wheels that are available on the Platinum that you drove. Yeah, I will say the SR5 doesn't come with the massive uh, infotainment screen, which uh, t- I could take or leave as, as, a, as a perspective owner of one of these. But uh, if, you're, if you're a big screen person, I think you got to step up to at least the limited to get that big old screen. That being said, Mark, I think now is a good place to put a pin in it. And that means we have to wrap it up, which means we get to the hardest part of the show. What is the essence of the 2023 Toyota Sequoia? What's its raison d'etre? Why should anyone buy this thing? I thought about this long. I thought about it hard. And like you said, rebuilding year for Sequoia, but it's like a rebuilding year like the New York football giants are seeing. Uh, I think this is a good <laughs> a good program. I think that this is a statement that Toyota can build something that people should actually want to buy. You know, they did rest on their laurels a little bit running the previous generation for almost two decades, which that's a long time, especially in a hotly competitive space like these larger luxury, luxury-esque three-row SUVs. It's a very competitive space with a lot of money to be made if you knock one out of the park to use another sports analogy. And I think that Toyota set themselves up for success when this thing really starts rolling into dealers and could you might start seeing more people riding around in sequoias than you have in the past you know five or six years i think it, i think it's a winner yeah for sure you'll see more because you won't see less <laughs> that's fewer. true yeah. that being said mark i think it's a good place to put a pen in this one thank you so much for listening along and if you could head over to apple podcast store or spotify drop a five-star review uh, we really would appreciate it. And also, while you're out there cruising the internet superhighway, head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. There we get all the great AutoWeek content sent directly to you. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Thank you so much for listening. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening.